The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. And now, The Score. Upcoming Friday night football matchups and breakdowns from the previous week. Here's what's happening in the Quad Cities high school sports scene. Welcome to your score podcast, week five of the high school football season, your Iowa edition, talking high school football on a Monday night with the mayor of Davenport, <laughs> the superintendent of schools, <laughs> Brian Stocking, Roy Kepler, and Celia Palermo. Um, yeah, we'll talk uh, week five of the high school football season. It's gone really, really fast. After this week, we'll be over halfway through the high school football season. A lot of great stuff to get to this week. And, and two teams that are really good football teams looking to bounce back after the first loss of the season. Those teams and those top five showdowns that we talked about last week. Um, North Scott coming up short on the road at Western yeah. Dubuque. And then Bettendorf falling at home by three points to a really good Cedar Falls team. Both of them go down a little bit in the rankings, I believe. North Scott is still at five. And uh, da- or Bettendorf is tied for sixth or something like that. So both teams um, still doing really well. So both teams will still have really good seasons. And both will have to look, bounce, look to bounce back this week. Um, for Bettendorf, they do so on the road. They go to Cedar Rapids, Washington. And I can remember some really good battles with Cedar Rapids, Washington throughout the years. For Bettendorf, this shouldn't be one of those really good battles. Cedar Rapids, Washington is not a very good football team. Bettendorf should get back on tracking, should get healthy once again this week. Uh, the last two years have been excellent for Bettendorf uh, defense against Cedar Rapids, Washington. And their offense, for the Warriors, it's been a nightmare. The last two games, the Bulldogs have shut out the Warriors 91 to nothing. Yeah, and I'd expect more of that. <laughs> I'd expect more of that. They're 0-4 going into this game. And I game. think if you're betting, if you take away from this last game, is that it was two really good football teams, two top, top five football teams, came down to the wire. They didn't get the job done again this time, unfortunately, but there could be another meeting again later on this season, later on the playoffs and all that kind of stuff. So while it wasn't the result they wanted, Bettendorf now goes into district play, and they don't lose district football games. They just don't. They've never right. done that. They've I, never I, lost a district and football I've, game. I'm on record. I don't see them doing it again they, this year. They are the second highest rushing team in the state in Class 4A. They rushed for 1,133 yards Ooh. this year. Not surprising. Wow. With, with Bay Bowie there. Yeah. But yeah. The only team ahead of them, Cedar Rapids Kennedy. Mm. So they're obviously a really good team on the ground. Good offensively. Period. I mean, they they just they ran into a buzzsaw last week, and that's. You learn from it, and you get better. The thing is, they played so well. They they led in the third quarter, um, late third, early fourth. Cedar uh, Rapids, or excuse me, Cedar Falls kind of takes the lead. They got up by, I think it was 32. 35-24. 35-24, and they came back, tried to make a game of it, got it cut, got the two-point conversion, cut it to three, couldn't quite get over the hump and get the job done. But as we mentioned, Bettendorf is going to win a lot of football games this season. District play is where they make their hay and do f- really good. They should win another district championship. Things things will be okay in Bettendorf. Ironically, Kennedy is in Bettendorf's district. So Bettendorf, the second-best team in the state in 4A, is only second-best in their district with rushing. Um, the thing that stun- is stunning me a little bit with Bettendorf is the slow starts they've been having with turnovers, especially they had a, they had a crucial turnover in the first half against Cedar Falls last week. They struggled mightily to get out of the gates against Hempstead. I think they had three turnovers in, three, the, first yeah, half. in the first half. Yeah. So that's something that they have got to work on. 
Now, Plains Sierra Rapids, Washington will help that, but th this is something that that's going to be a work in progress, I think, as the season goes on. Getting rid of those turnovers, especially crucial turnovers in the first quarter, and also they could not get off the field in the fourth quarter. Uh, Cedar Falls had like a third and nine, and their quarterback, Kale Locious, uh, uh, took it and ran out, uh, took, a, uh, took it and ran for like a first down. Defensively, Bettendorf has recovered five fumbles, so they, they are a good defensive football yeah, team as well. Yeah, so. they've been really good this But year. I know what you're saying. is getting The slow starts is not what you want, especially when, when you're playing a big-time school like Cedar Falls is. Not that Bettendorf isn't, but when you're playing another top-five team and you're a top-five team yourself, that you want to get off to good starts, and that hasn't happened in the past couple of weeks. So I'm sure – and the remedy for that is Cedar Rapids, Washington. Yeah, it yeah. should be – I think Bettendorf will be – be okay, especially this week. Um, you look at the North Scott and Celia, you're up at that uh, football game. They lose the number one ranked Western Dubuque, 21-3. to A lot closer football game than that 21-3. to Late third quarter, it was yep. still 7-3. to I think, and you mentioned on the score, Coach Tippett likes what's going on defensively. Offensively, not so much. Yeah. I mean, I think, first of all, you just have to give it to Western Dubuque. Their defense is excellent. Yeah. So, North Scott, they were doing what they could given the circumstances, but I think they're also having a hard time, the, the O-line. They really just could not clear a hole for their running backs. They tried some big deep balls, but then Western Dubuque's coverage was just excellent. They got a couple of pass interference calls um, along the way, but they just really couldn't cash in when they needed to. Sure. They'd advance the ball down the field, stumble a little bit, and it was a matter of Western Dubuque's defense just really had it locked in. Yeah. yeah, they forced seven uh, North Scott punts. Yeah. And North Scott this week, they have to play Central DeWitt. And Central DeWitt, even though they're struggling with injuries, they're a good team. Yeah, um, Central yeah. DeWitt got back on track last week, got a big victory. No, no, they, they lost an overtime to Comanche, 40-37. Yes. to 37. So they are 2-2 two and two in the season. 2-2, two two. Yep. Yep. yes. Two yep. So and North, but with that being said, and There's all due no respect reason. to Central DeWitt, yeah. if North Scott is a top, ten, a top five team ranked in the state, they should go home and yep. take care of his business against Central DeWitt. We'll see if that happens. And like I said, no disrespect to, to Central no. DeWitt. They've been having a good season. But with the, the thing that, that, that concerns me about North Scott is that offense. Yeah. And it, it took a, a, a half have to get going against um, uh, Pleasant Valley the week yep. before. So when you look at it, 20 points one week, 20, uh, three points the week the, this week, just 23 yeah. points in the last eight quarters of football, um, that's not enough to get the job done in the postseason yeah. late in the playoffs. But they have time to work on that in the next five games. Obviously, there's going to be a big one coming up with an assumption eventually. And all sure. the games are big, and I don't want to give them victories over it. Every single team, but they're the they're the class of that district along with Assumption. That's the last game of the season coming up on a Thursday. That'll be a fun one to watch. But they have this district play, not just to fine tune everywhere else, but to figure out that offense and get things rolling in the right direction. Because they looked fantastic when I was saw them against uh, Davenport Central. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they put up three touchdowns in the span of like four minutes in that game. Yeah. They can get things rolling. They have the pieces. They just got to put it all together right now. Save that second half of PB. You take that out of the equation. In the last five, four of the last five halves for North Scott, they've scored a grand total of three points. No, that's not fair because they. No. they but no, I'm no, just. No, no, I'm no but, but that's not fair and stop because it's not. Because in the Davenport Central game, they're up 35 nothing, and they took their starters out and they didn't try to run up the score with a running clock. So forget those two quarters. So in their last eight quarters, take away. In the six of those last eight quarters, they scored three points. And that's all I'm saying is you yeah. can't count that t no. two quarters sure. against Davenport Central because they, they're, they're up 35 donut and they were. 
They were running the it was a, a running clock for some of that until they scored, and their starters were out and all that kind of stuff. But you're right. Six of the last eight quarters, they've only scored three points, and that's concerning for North Scott, who's got a very good defense. The offense has got to kind of catch up with the defense they right now. They did take Jake Mathias out, um, I think, in the early fourth quarter, and that was surprising to me because at that point, if you're down and have only put three points on the board, you don't take your starting quarterback out. Yeah, me- but who they put in, uh, Trent Allard, I want to say. Yeah, Allard, yeah. Allard, yeah. He actually managed to, to advance the ball down the field. So, you and, know. And that was a question, I think, in the early going on who the quarterback was going to be. And, and, and Jake's played really well. But it wasn't a foregone conclusion that that was his job coming in. And sure. maybe one of those things in the fourth quarter, you're just trying, trying to, to jumpstart anything, yeah, try to, to get, get a spark. I, I think getting back home and, and, and getting – Back on track. It'll be big for North Scott to do this show this week, and I can see them doing that. Like I said, no disrespect to Central Wit. They've been playing really well, and they're going to come, you know, guns blazing, trying to get a, get another upset victory. But if you're a top five ranked team in the state, this is a game you, you should gotta win. You've got to get it done. It, can al- it could also be a chance to get another playmaker on the field if you're putting Aller on the field. Yeah. And then you put Matthias somewhere else, and then you've got another playmaker somewhere else, and it just makes you a better team overall if, if that's the route that they're going. Yeah. And these two teams used to be in the same conference, they were in the Illawa Conference back in the 60s and 70s, and the last time uh, they played at North Scout was 1984. He's, he's full of he's nonsense. He's stats everywhere. He's <laughs> full of nonsense. Whether you like it or not, it's true. But um, <laughs> So uh, another team I want to talk about is um, in, in 4A is Pleasant Valley. They do a good job last week getting back on track. They, we talked last week on this podcast about them being offensively challenged and how good was their offense. They didn't look challenged at all. <laughs> Um, uh, on uh, on Thursday night against Davenport Central, scored I think it was forty three nothing at one point. Forty three nothing at the half. Forty six seven final. Was, yep. And so um, I've been I've been banging this drum all season that that's a team that's that played better that's along played, the way. Yeah, well they do they <laughs> do that, but they played look their first three games. Yeah. Their first three games was against um, state ranked Bettendorf, and they lost twenty to six. I mean they didn't get blown up any stretch, and they played a really good defense. They didn't score a lot of points against a really good defense. Then they lost to um, North, to North Scott and to Prairie. And yeah. they just th- those are four those are three really good teams and really good defenses and, and no disrespect to Davenport Central but the level of competition came down some and they looked really really good I think this is a good Benton Pleasant Valley team yes they get better throughout the season Celia but they also <laughs> you but say they, that about them but and I North think, Scott yes because they're two very well coached you would know I mean and, and Cuff knows this you go around and and when you do this for twenty years and you see the the co- there's certain coaches that teams you know what to expect and they're going to get their teams better because that's what they've done. So, so, yeah, yeah, so what exactly. you're saying is that we've been around long enough that we should we're know about really, we're old. We're really, really <laughs> old. But with that, but I, I, I can see this team. I don't want to say they're going to win the district like they did last year against Max with when they had Max Slavens and a more high-powered offense. But with that said, they will be a factor in this district. It's a really good district. We'll talk a lot about it, especially when we talk about your Wildcats. But it's a it's a good district. It's an intriguing district. They will have plenty to say about who wins this district. Don't count Pleasant Valley out because they just started 0-3. Intriguing district, intriguing game. Yeah. You're playing an Iowa City West team who we were pretty high on week yeah. one, even though they got beat by Bettendorf. Yeah. Or North Scott it was, I'm sorry. Um, they're 0-4. Who yeah. did they lose Ooh. to this week? Senior, 23-21. The last two weeks, they've lost 23-21, which so is kind of crazy. They have, yeah. they have Marcus Morgan, and then that's it, is what I've heard. It's, I've heard that they, that's it's, what it is. it's Marcus <laughs> Morgan, and they, they struggle to put pieces around. But, but just intriguing, because obviously they, they don't give up a ton of points. Obviously, you know, 23 the past couple weeks, 42 in week two to Bettendorf, but who isn't giving up 40 points to Bettendorf outside of Cedar Falls? Um, 
But I mean, this this is intriguing an intriguing matchup because they I think they're pretty evenly matched if you look at stat wise. Just on paper, I think this is a pretty evenly matched game. So I'm I'm curious to see how they play against an evenly matched team. The loser for this game is out of the playoffs at week five. What? It, why I'm going to say why? that because, because if, 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 if City West district, though. just let, if C, okay. if City West loses, they're 0 five. And I don't see a four and five team getting into the playoffs. What if they win the IPI. district? But they win the district. If what if they, they win, win their district? But so I don't, they're not out. I so don't see not that. Out. But they're not out. I think they are out. But it doesn't. No, what you think isn't true. They're not out. They're not out until they are out of the district. I think it's daytime, but it's nighttime. Well, what I think doesn't matter. It's what the fact is. Okay, they're all but out. No, they're just okay. PV, anyway, move if on. PV loses. They're one and four, and their RPI will not be what it was last year, which got them in at 5-4. and four. Why won't it be what it is last year? Because the district is not as good as it was last but year. But their preseason North, has been fantastic. North, North was 5-4. and four. North last year was 5-4. and four. Muscatine had a winning record. Um, who's, had West, a, who's had a tougher non-conference? Central had a better record than they did last year. Who's, had a, this who's, year. Had, a di- who's had a tougher non-district than Pelham Valley? City West. <laughs> Why? Uh, let's see who was. Well, they played. They did play Polk. They played uh, Bettendorf. They played North Scott. Which is in, which goes City to West, which City West, West played a, a tougher non. Well, I mean, well, you have North Scott who's ranked fifth in the state. Well, you have Bettendorf who's ranked sixth in the state. City West and you have played those Perry. two teams. I, I'm just so what I'm saying is both RPIs are still going to be high, but not. I don't think that I do not see a five and four team this year coming out of that district with an RPI to get them in the. Okay, playoffs. just so you know, just so listeners know. I agree. The loser of this game is probably not going to make the district, but it's not an elimination game. They can still run the table and they win the district. They can still run the district because they're both. I don't. I don't even want to speak for Iowa City West. I've never seen them. Pleasant Valley. <laughs> Pleasant Valley is a good enough. A good enough team to continue that. If they go, if they lose this game and they and they would win out and they're five and four and don't win the district, their RPI does not get them Ab- in. Absolutely. If they don't if win, they win the district, district yeah, absolutely. But they could still win if the district. If they win the district, yeah, at four and that's and one. the point. That's all we're saying is that they have a chance to still win they the district. They still can win the district. He will not even give if they it. Lose this. No, he won't. Can they lose and go four and win the next four games and win the Who? district? PV? Either one. No. You, you don't think you don't you think one loss will win the district? I think I think they're I don't think that they will win the district, no. With one no, loss. No, 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 I'm, not saying, not think. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying could they could a four and one team forget other teams? Forget who will a four and one team win this district? No, I think it, you're gonna be they're gonna be the winner of the district will go five and zero. Oh. You think that's Davenport North? Yes, but we'll get to that in just a second. Okay, there it is. Okay, gotcha, 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 gotcha. So, where were we at with all this? Pleasant Valley and Iowa City. Yeah. Pleasant Valley, Iowa City West. Just a good game, a good yes. matchup overall. Yeah, we'll see what happens on, on Friday night. And it is. I get what Stockpile saying. It's a big game because the losers put themselves way behind the eight ball, way behind the eight ball. Um, the game is at Pleasant Valley. It'll be interesting to see who wins that football game coming up. Davenport North time. Hey, Davenport North was fantastic last week. They destroyed West. They've won the city... I'm trying to do the math in my head. 79, 79 to nothing. nothing. Um, Adam Heights' uh, pregame talk that I got to go in and enjoy Ooh, was stuff. awesome. I did a good job editing it. was awesome. <laughs> I will admit, you did a great job editing <laughs> that. Yes. It was, it was awesome stuff. They go out there, and they absolutely blow out Davenport West. That game was over before it started. They're very impressive. They were great talking to Adam Height on the score talk back after the game. Um, they were on the score on, on Sunday night, and they were awesome there as well. Davenport North is a good football team. They're playing that way. They are now 3-1 and one in the season. But as they said on Sunday night on the score, this is where the big games begin. This was yep. fun. This was great. It's been nice. Winning the city Let's was awesome. Now. But now things get very important. And I think this team's ready to rock and roll come district time. Yes, this is a very good North team that is healthy, which they weren't last year. They started to break down uh, as district play went on. 
They're healthier this year. They've got more options and more weapons. I mean, you look at what, what did West? West did in West, as in Jack West. Four total touchdowns, one rushing, uh, one, one, pa one rushing, two passing, a pick six. Unbelievable performance by him. He's a score standout, I believe. I Jack hope. West? Sure yeah. Yeah. Sure I is. hope. Yes, <laughs> Since he, he said that. Yeah. I mean, four touchdowns. They've got a ton of weapons that they did not have last year. The question, though, for North is they have got to go to Linmar, and Linmar is not going is not a bad team. Linmar last week lost to Urbandale, just 17-16. It was funny. I was talking to one of the somebody really I can't remember who it was, but they said last year playing uh, Linmar, they were winning that game. 21 to 7 I believe North was and then no, they only won last year 13-7. At one point they were winning the game and they started throwing the football around. And they hadn't they tried to run the entire game and when they started throwing the football, they started moving the football, they scored a touchdown, got it close, they didn't win the game, but they looked at that at the end of the game, the coach was like, "Man, I'm glad they didn't come out throwing the football the way they did because that was a different football team the way they were throwing it." Um, it's a pretty good football team yeah, up there Lindmar's in Lindmar's no joke. They 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 went to Urbandale and lost by a point, and it's not easy to win at Urbandale. Yeah. So, I mean, this is going to be a very close game um, for North. They've got to they cannot do what they did in their lone loss against Senior. They were intercepted 5 times. They have to continue to control the ball and not turn over. They do that, they should win. So what I want to know, I'm looking at stats here for uh, Linmar. Last year, Andrew, or last week, I'm sorry, Andrew, is it, I'm not sure if it's Knipper or Nipper. It's K-N-I-P-P-E-R. Um, he played at quarterback, but Marcus Orr has the most, most passing yeah, yards. Yeah, so I'm not for sure if it's a... If Linmar, so I don't know if he got hurt and didn't play, and if he's going to be back. I don't know how that's all going to shake out. So it's some, just something to pay attention to if you're heading up to that game or you're going to watch that uh, North Linmar game just to see who's that quarterback in the... If Marcus Orr gets back, they're obviously a different football team than uh, with Andrew Knipper. And I think Orr was the quarterback last year for them uh, at the game at Brady, and that was a very close football game. Uh, yeah, Linmar, a Marcus Orr is a senior. Linmar gave North a scare in that game. Stay in Davenport, and we'll talk about Central and West in a second, but Assumption boy, nearly pulled a, a, an upset on Friday night. Oh, they oh led man. that game 13-3 to at the half. Uh, the quarter. Against a very good Solon team. Two straight weeks for Assumption where they go and they play Xavier and they play Solon. They've been tested. You come away from that and you look at a 17 nothing loss to a very good Xavier team and then you look at a 16-13 a loss to a very good 17. Solon team. 17-3 loss to or 13 loss to um, a very good uh Solon team, so you'll see that they're getting better as things go along. Obviously, we saw what they did the first two weeks of the season. So Assumption now, after those two really good football teams, Play they Clinton. come home on Thursday night, and with all respect to Clinton, a young football team that's struggled this year, they now have to play a very upset and very motivated Assumption football team. Plus, uh, Clinton is heavily depleted. They had several players get hurt last week. Um, you just hate I that for them. Yeah. You just hate that I think for you them. I hate to see that. You I think uh, Jai Jensen got hurt. Um, if he can't go, I think Ant, uh, Hoffman will be the quarterback for them. Um, and, you know, for Clinton, you know, they just, you know, they're really depleted. And you come into a game against Assumption, who's furious that they lost. And Assumption only allowed Solon 56 yards of rushing in that game. So they really put the clamps down. They were up 13-3 in the fourth quarter. Solon made a great comeback. So, I mean, Assumption, this is a team that probably turned in one of the more impressive performances 
even though they lost, sure. Yeah. Uh, from what you know, from what you look at, I mean, Solon is a excellent football team. Here's the thing with assumption. So they open with Clinton. They should win this game. Then they play Central DeWitt. They should they probably they game. should probably win that game as well. They finish with the other three teams that are just as good as them in this district with Clear Creek, Amana, Iowa City, Liberty, and North Scott. So as they go on through this district, the games get bigger, the games get tougher, the games are going to get harder. So these two first two games, especially against Clinton here, in my opinion, must wins if they want to have a shot at winning this district because the last three games are probably the toughest. What I'll say is their last two weeks will help come that schedule. Come oh, absolutely. Because yeah. they've played. They're not going to be intimidated by anybody because of the teams they've already played so far. That North Scott assumption game at the end of the year, and I and no, and I'm not dismissing Liberty. I'm not dismissing Clear Creek, um, yeah. Clear Creek, Amanda. But those, those, that game at the end of the year could be that really fun. I think it's a Thursday night game. It is a Thursday it is night a Thursday game. game. It'll be a lot. Uh, of, well, it says Friday at Brady, so it's a Thursday. Is it a Thursday? Yeah, they okay. haven't played a Friday night game at Brady in years. But um, you look at, yeah, you look at what Assumption has in front of them. The key though for them, they got to stay healthy. If they get, if they get nicked up in these two games, even though they're even though they probably win them easily, uh, they need their they need to be healthy for those last three. Um, also, in the uh, city of Davenport, boy, week one everyone was excited, and, and we were as well. Uh, all three teams winning for the first night ever um, on the same night. Um, it's been a struggle for 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 um, Davenport Central last week to lose to Pleasant Valley. So after an impressive week one victory on the road at Muscatine, they've now dropped their last three straight. They're one and three in the season. They go on the road to Burlington, and then um, after winning two to start the season, West struggling last week. I mean, that game was 42-0 early second quarter, so now they now have to face another really good football team when they welcome Cedar Rapids Kennedy to town on Friday night. For West, it's their first homecoming game that's theirs in the last... They've had two homecoming games. They've been the opponent. Now they get homecoming finally. So they play Kennedy, who last year beat them 47-7 up in Cedar Rapids. For Central, they go to Burlington. This is a big game. They've used the first game in the district the last couple of years to rebound and put themselves in position to to challenge for a district crown. They have to do that this year. But going to Burlington's always been a, tr- a struggle for them. Because the you last, know what happens at Bracewell Stadium. Bracewell Stadium is a very tough place to play. <laughs> the last three times that the Blue Devils have gone down there, they've won by seven points or less. They've won the last four times, and they haven't lost to uh, Burlington since 2010. But their trips to Bracewell have been uh, white knuckle, uh, white knucklers to the end. Um, one more game we'll talk about is uh, Muscatine, and not just there will be more games, but right. like bigger school wise. Muscatine goes to Iowa City High. Muscatine losers last week on the road to Johnston, so they're now two. No, they're one, one and three. three. One and three, and that offense just seems not to be clicking right now. I don't know if. If Nimley played last week, he or did. Didn't he had play. like 82 yards. So it's just one of those things where the offense is it's kind of tr- struggling to get all together. They've been a mystery to us this year. They go on the road to take on a, an Iowa City High team. We'll see if Muscatine can get back on track, especially on the offensive side of the football. Yeah, they got turned away twice inside the Johnston 20 um, on downs and that. And also Xander Morgan got knocked up, uh, got uh, dinged up in that game and knocked out of the game. Get my words. For a slip. Um, but um, Xander Morgan got knocked out of the game with an injury. Um, he, uh, no word on his uh, status. Uh, Sam Wieskamp came in and finished out. So um, that'll be, uh, where's that at? That's at Iowa City High. So we'll see how yes. they can do and see if they can bounce back. We mentioned Central DeWitt going on the road to North Scott. Makokata has another tough game. They got off to a great start to the season, but 
tough, tough opponent this week going on the road and taking on now number two ranked, and I think they're always number two ranked, number two ranked Cedar Rapids Xavier. Yep. Yeah, the Saints uh, have won all three meetings by 41, have scored 41 points in all three meetings. Cannon Coakley had a great, had a decent game. Ryan Grunwald had a decent game. But the Cardinals are uh, facing opponents that are really good, and Xavier maybe one of the best teams they'll face all year. Um, hats off to Louisa Muscatine. Congratulations going on the road. Uh, Mediapolis is a good football team. They were 3-0 coming in. They suffered their first loss. You'll hear from Brian Borson's boys again. That's a good football oh, team yeah. to Mediapolis. But Louisa Muscatine going on the road and knocking off Meepo, handing them their first loss. Um, they're now 3-1 and in the season, and Louisa Muscatine is a good football team. And, and, and we had uh, Bobby Metcalf join us for the um, – score instant reacts podcast that we did on a Friday night and, and um, Bobby talked about that being an intriguing district and why is the Muscatine will be in this district uh, the entire time there'll be a factor and they'll have plenty to say with who wins it yeah the wise Muscatine uh, Chase Cruz had 118 yards rushing 49 passing yards Hayden Cavillage 102 yards rushing and scored a touchdown they scored to make it 21-20 they said we're rolling the dice we're going for two in the win and uh, Cavillage uh, got it in there, and that's how they uh, knocked out uh, Meepo 22-21. They put up 54 in weeks two and three. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, they're that good. That offense is potent. Yeah, especially after week one, they really struggled against Wapolo. It's like, is this offense really, you know, and they've, and they've got in fine gear, and uh, they play West Burlington Notre Dame, who uh, beats Central Lee. And West Burlington Notre Dame, they run like the triple, op- they run the triple option, and they had a drive against Central Lee. First drive of the game, 16 plays, 63 yards, 14 by rush. Drive time, 824, 2 of 2 on fourth downs. And in the game against Centrally, they had the time of possession of almost 31 minutes. Yeah, that's right. They take on, you mentioned it, the West Muscatine goes on the road to take on West Burlington. So that's simple enough, in, simple enough in this game, stop the ground game. Yeah, yeah that's all it is. You, if you, can, if you yeah. can stop the run, you're going to win this game, the West Muscatine. Yeah. It's going to be a quick game also because both teams are ground teams. Right, so. right. Comanche. Um, Got a big victory over uh, Central DeWitt last week in overtime. They're 3-1. and one. They host a, a good Tipton team. And that's interesting because that game is going to be played at the home of the Clinton Lumber Kings. So they'll be the first of the doubleheaders. So it'll be um, Tipton and Comanche first. And then is it Waller and Northeast? No, Beckman and Northeast. Beckman and Northeast is the second game there. So always fun, a cool thing to do. Um, they've done that for a few years now, so we'll see how, how that goes. Um, a fun night of football on Friday night in, in Clinton. Tipton and Comanche, the first game. Yeah, Comanche is off to their best start, like I believe, since like 2001 or so. And um, they're, they're just, um, they've done a lot of, they've scored a lot of points. This series, they've scored 34 points or more in, the la- in three of the last four games. Tipton, you don't know which Tipton defense is going to show up. Is it going to be the one that stymied North Central early in the season or the one that's been giving up a lot of points lately. So it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, Comanche really played well. Uh, they got cut down the turnovers. They had five. They had five. They were intercepted five times against Central DeWitt. That's going to be a uh, key uh, stat. Pretty good diversity out of uh, Comanche as far as the run pass. Jordan Lawrence is thrown for almost 500 yards. Uh, their leading rusher, Kate Everson, has 263 they probably have about uh, close to 500 yards rushing as well. So pretty pretty good uh, diversity as far as the offense goes between run-pass. Everson last week had four touchdowns, a pick six, and three, uh, three uh, rushing touchdowns. We mentioned Mediapolis losing for the first time. They now go on the road and take on Wapolo. 
Um, interesting game for them. See if they can get back and, and get back on track on the road. And you mentioned it, Stackpile. Um, Wapolo is that team that beat Louise Muscatine to start the season. Wapolo is a good football team, too. So an intriguing matchup down there. This is the rivalry game. They're, they're only, what, 15 miles apart? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's pretty close. And Wapolo trying to find what happened to their offense. They lost to Dur- Durant 7 to nothing. And that, the, that was the, like a first drive score by Duran, and nobody scored the rest of the day. Um, Wapolo and Minneapolis, um, since districts, Wapolo is 4-9 and nine in this series, and Meepo has won the last five meetings. And those five, lo- and those five losses, uh, Wapolo has scored seven points or less. So that'll be a good game, Minneapolis and Wapolo. Other games of interest, Van Buren and Columbus Community. Wilton is on the road. They take on Sigourney Kyoto. Um, where's Durant? Did I? Durant Sigourney is uh, in Class A, and they will host the there Plainsmen of Bell Plain. There you go. And then uh, eight-man a lot's happened the last couple weeks. Bell, did you say Bell Plain? Bell Plain. It's the same exit as my favorite city in all of Iowa. What cheer? What cheer? It's a fantastic on, on I-80. city. And, the, and you know what? Bell Plains' nickname is? No. The Plainsmen. The Plainsmen, okay. And I think the w- lady teams are the Plains women. Okay. Yeah. L- just a little fun fact. Yeah. I, I, Sometimes I love, he just keeps going I, and then he I just love the stop. I love the city of what cheer? Oh, yeah. 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 Right what there. cheer? Bell Plain, what cheer? <laughs> yeah. Exit 201 if you're wondering on I-80. <laughs> um, eight I'll man, take your word for it. Eight-man football. <laughs> she's um, going to go on vacation there. <laughs> I don't no, think don't, she's going to go on vacation. Don't, don't go there. Um, New London upset last week. Lone Tree came in winless on the season. That game went to overtime or triple overtime overtime. Or overtime and New London lost mm-hmm. that game. A surprise right there. So they're only going to need to bounce back. It's the first time they've lost a football game in some time. They now go on the road and they take on HLV Victor coming up this week. Yeah, and uh, Shea Summerfield, Shea, Shea Summerfield had another big game for them. Over 200 yards, but... Uh, they the fell behind early. I think they dug themselves a hole early. No, and this one's a back-and-forth game. No, it, it was 13 nothing when they it left. It just shocked me, guy I mean, of all the games last week, if Bettendorf had won, if North Scott had won... Yeah, I didn't see that I, one coming at all. The one that I was just, like, shocked that this happened is New London losing you just don't, to... You don't trust me, do you? Lone Tree. No, they I were was just looking to see how many yards he had rushed. No, it. you weren't. You were looking to see that. To you see, did not... No. Look at your face. <laughs> look at his face. Yeah, 220 he's got, he's yards got rushing. That. If Dan Pearson's listening, and I know he does listen, his top lip was quivering. It there. was. His top lip was quivering, so you know that he was not trusting you. Yes, and That's now look, his eyebrows kind of <laughs> quivering, too. Wow. <laughs> anyway, this, of all games, though, this is the one that surprised me the most. It, looking at the schedule, like, all right, you're... you're Three and zero, zero and three, three and zero. There's no, no, there's no reason to worry. And maybe that's what happened. Yeah. Maybe they got, maybe they got smacked in the mouth early on, and they're like, oh wow, this this team came to play. And and eventually, what happened was they got their first loss. Not necessarily a bad thing. If you're going to lose, we go going into district play. Why not? That's well, nice. no, they start. Oh, that was different. Play. I'm sorry, yeah. that was Stackpile looked it up, and I was right. It was thirteen nothing to start the game, and and I think that's that's the slow start that you don't want. And then you leave a team who's zero three in the season. You give them some confidence, confidence some momentum, yeah. and and it came down to overtime, and they end up losing that game as well. So, um, And then last but not least, Easton Valley. They continue to roll up some big numbers, some big points. They're on at home again. They take on Springville this week, and they've been impressive through four weeks of the high school football season. Yeah, the team they beat, uh, Midland, was was ranked, and they beat them 58-8. to eight. And mm-hmm. Nate Trenkamp had 254 yards passing, two touchdowns, 52 yards rushing and a touchdown. But Colton Murphy... You know, hold adding, on, you know what those numbers smell like? Score standout. 
He's on the list. Vote for him. That's true. Vote for all of our scores, Shane. I was going to say. <laughs> Cuff just uh, was, endorsed well, the campaign. Well, here, here, well, here's the thing. I, I When I put out the score standouts, I always try to tag all the players. Uh-huh. And then at least the football or somebody else from the school sure. so everybody can get out and vote. I couldn't find uh, Noah Trenkamp. I couldn't find him. So I tagged Easton Valley, and that might have been it. Because it's so Nathan Trenkamp. It's, it's Noah? It's Nate. Oh, maybe I put it in wrong. Maybe I, maybe I like to put it wrong. Is it right on the... Uh, I think it's right on the thing, yeah. Now we'll change it real fast. <laughs> um, but adding to train camp's greatness is Colton Murphy. Colton Murphy has rushed for f- rushed for four touchdowns in that game, over 100 yards. Kate Jargo, a great, of course, train camp's next door neighbor, found that out in the Quad City Times, uh, threw, uh, caught 175 yards worth of receiving. How much do you read? Uh, I read a lot. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm serious. Like I do my grunt work. Let's put that way. Uh, how, many, how, many, day, how many newspapers do you read a day? Um, I have a subscription to the Times, the Dispatch, and the Des Moines Register. And then, so those are the three. And then I have online subscriptions to Sock Valley and Galesburg. And you read them all every day? I read what I need to. You peruse? I peruse, yes. <laughs> You're awesome. I peruse and skim. <laughs> you are awesome. I think we've hit everything on the Iowa side. Am I missing anything, Stackpile? I think it's going to be an excellent way for the... It's, well, it's the Starved Districts for everybody. Stackpile? It's the Starved Districts for everyone. Did yes. I miss anything? You didn't mention it was the Strive Districts for everyone. Okay. So, no, you didn't. Okay. I'm just, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was just a yes or no answer. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, it's a big week, week five of the high school football season on the Iowa side of the river. Um, please remember that the uh, only half-hour high school football show in town is the score. Starts at 10.30 each and every Friday only on WQAD. Uh, we've really enjoyed the score talkbacks with the coaches. A lot of fun talking to Adam Height last week after a big victory over Iowa City West. So, um, we'll look forward to talking to some more coaches, having some more mic'd ups, and having a lot of fun. And then, of course, especially on the Iowa side of the river, everybody's excited to see Brian stacking at the end of the night, which he will not be talking about the Davenport Public Schools for we'll the first time I this week. About. No, 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 I no. talked about. Uh, Doesn't matter. I talked about uh, Harrison Bay Bowie week two. Stockpile will not be mentioning the Davenport Public Schools in this week's in this week's thing. I talked about Bay Bowie week two. I don't. That's You're fine. making excuses. No, I'm Thank not making excuses. <laughs> I was waiting for something to pop in. I'm staying you back. Face the music. Yep. What? Face, face what music? It's an ad- when people have addictions, <laughs> they need to you come have to, You have I'm to face <laughs> the music of the choir kids. I want you to stand up right today. now and I want you to say I'm Brian Stacking and I have a bias to the Davenport Public I don't schools. have a bias. <laughs> okay. Last week when I started, uh, when I did my Facebook uh, preview, and I started, I did Illinois, and then when I went to Iowa, I started with uh, Cedar Fellows and Bettendorf. Well, I that, hope you would. That, that doesn't mean so, so, so if I had these biases every, that you every, every week, I did not start with that. Every week. All right, this is in-house fighting that nobody on the podcast needs to hear, but <laughs> you're in trouble, young <laughs> we man. We love you to still stop. Yeah, I do. It, it's sad. It's like a love-hate thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. No, I do. I love them. But anyways, um, it, it make sure you watch the score uh, Friday night, 1030. Also, go vote for the score standouts and all the correct names that are, <laughs> that are on the website right now. And then um, also, um, what else am I missing? Follow us on Twitter. That's fun as well. And then make sure you check out the Instant Reacts podcast on Friday nights where the one and only Greg Armstrong is usually in the house. Oh, I don't think he'll be in the house this week. No, no, I don't think so. I yeah. Think, I think Bre- Greg's, Greg's lovely wife is having a baby soon. So Greg's, Greg's going to be uh, dad um, times four. Yeah, dad yeah. times four. So, anyways, thanks so much for listening. And as a punishment for not doing as we told him last week, Stockpile does not get to say goodbye. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. 
New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.